Welcome back to another episode of Anime Deep Dive. Due to the extent plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning is now in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen the series and are only looking for a recommendation, there's a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to for final thoughts. That section spoiler free where I get my overall opinion on the series and if it's worth your time to watch. So with that out of the way, let's deep dive into Our Love Has Always Been 10 Centimeters Apart. Released in 2017 by Studio Le Deuce, it has 6 episodes and comes in sub only. The story is a mixture of coming of age and romance. The characters are trying to figure out who they want to be, what they want to do, and getting the person they want to be with. Haruki's in the film club and makes those cheesy frames by connecting his index fingers and thumbs. He has the opportunity to study in America after winning a contest, but his world is shattered realizing making movies may not be his dream. His older brother Chiyaki was the true movie buff but passed away from illness. Haruki idolized his brother and even got the finger framing from him, so he fears he's been living for his brother and following a path that was never his own. This identity crisis has him question everything and stops him from accepting the chance to study abroad. Mio is in the art club and notices beauty in the world by looking for things to sketch. At first it seems she simply has a shy and reserved personality, but it's deeper than that. Mio has such a low opinion of herself and frequently downplays her value by using the phrase a person like me, and the lack of confidence stops her from applying to art school which is her passion. Haruki and Miho met during their high school entrance ceremony. They become close friends and most other students assume they're dating. They are interested in each other but neither can find the courage to express their feelings. High schoolers not being able to say how they feel would usually annoy me but with these two I actually found it endearing. Unfortunately a surprise discovery separates them for the majority of the series. Chiyaki saved Miho from drowning as a child indirectly contributing to his death. I felt bad for Mio. how is she supposed to tell Haruki she was involved in taking away the person that meant the most to him? She has no idea how he will react, on the one hand he could end up hating her and never speaking to her again, on the other hand if she continues to avoid him they will for sure never speak again. So she kinda has to risk it and tell him the truth. But I did love what drove them apart pulls them back together. Chiyaki is an unsung hero and even from the grave the guy was helping people. He recorded Haruki's passion for movies as a kid, reinvigorating him to pursue his dream and take the placement overseas. His sacrifice also gave Mio the chance to live, create art, and find love, so she can't waste those gifts. She's forced to realize her worth and tell Haruki how she feels. These two also have some amazing friends, typical dudes argue one day then it's all good the next, and Mio's girls were always comforting, never giving up on getting her back to the bench for lunch. They come together just to dip out of the festival, giving Haruki and Mio some alone time. Haruki's charming personality makes him popular with the ladies, but I loved him blowing off a group of girls for Mio. And I didn't like Mio in a funk while sorting out her feelings, and for some reason I actually cared when she was about to rip up her drawings of Haruki. The series got me pretty invested in them with the short time it had, but I wasn't a huge fan of the ending. I'm not against time skips, this one just felt off. In the first episode, Mio's friends comment she would be a good teacher with how easily she explains techniques but I wish she was shown traveling for a few years, taking a real run at making a living from art. I felt she was thrown into the category of those who can't do teach. If there was a conversation between her and Saku with him like I saw your pieces in a gallery, why did you come back here? And her responding with oh it was great seeing the world but teaching has always been my passion, I'd be more accepting of her returning to the school. I guess I just wanted more for her as an individual. And speaking of more, a DVD once a year that's all the girl gets? When it showed Mio's phone, they haven't even texted. At a certain point, it's cruel to leave her hanging and kind of silly of her to wait. Then Haruki returns at his convenience and the finale is left open-ended. I wish they would have given us just a better ending to this great romance. 
As for the production, I really like the art style, especially the character's oversized eyes. My only complaint with the visuals is in the flashback of Mio discovering her passion for drawing, they gave those little kids some big old heads. When it came to the sound design, during the scene Mio discovers the man who saved her as Haruki's brother, I was so distracted by the bug noises in the background. They cut out for a second but were brought right back in. I'm curious why the decision was made to have them be so overpowering in such an important moment. The voice acting was fun to research, each character is portrayed by someone I'm familiar with. Kana Asumi, the voice of Akari, was also Mari from Nizakoi, and I had no idea Yuki Kaji was the voice of Moshida. He plays Eren Yager in Attack on Titan, Issei from High School DxD, and Shu from Guilty Crown, which are all top anime in my opinion. Haruka Tamatsu not only portrayed Natsuki, she has many standout roles such as Zero Two from Darling in the Franks, Lala Devil Duke from To Love Rue, Asuna from Sword Art Online, and Shizuku from My Little Monster, which have all been reviewed on ADD. Yu was voiced by Hiroshi Kamiya, my old nemesis. I love him as Levi in Attack on Titan and Yuzuru in Angel Beats, but my hatred of Shinji from the Fate series makes me salty towards him. The only reason being I'm ridiculous and hold actors responsible for the actions of their characters. Kenichi Suzumura, the voice of Haruki, is also Lieutenant Hinawa from Fire Force. And Akito Yasaki, the voice of Mio, is also Momo from To Love Ru and Yunyun from Konosuba. Again, it was a case of I love Yunyun, but Momo is a little shit. Now let's get into the nitpicks. Watching a second time, the way Haruki speaks as if his brother's still alive is kind of creepy, and I'm not sure how I felt about Haruki's desire for his movies to make Mio smile. I thought after getting away from trying to create for his brother's approval, he would finally start shooting films for himself. During a shower scene, the camera was moving up a body and I was like, oh, who's this now? It was freaking Haruki. It was shitty of Haruki to pin three friends against each other in a competition. They spent time and money on their love paintings when two of them won't even get used, and even though it was a decision made in frustration, I was surprised he chose the golden painting for the film. I didn't like it and thought it was the lesser of his options. This happens a lot in anime, but it got annoying when repeated several times. The subtitles would write out United States when the characters were clearly saying America. I get it's the same thing, but why not type out the actual word you can hear them saying? The final nitpick is teenage Haruki looks so similar to Chiaki a trip Miyoda as the viewer, I can only imagine how hard it would be for Saku seeing him every day at school. Quote of the series, Love has to be gold for me. It glimmers and it's pretty, but when you leave it alone it gets dull. People think love is all sunshine and rainbows, but if not taken care of, it will fade. I like the idea, but as mentioned in the nitpick section, the actual painting wasn't the best. Speaking of the best, Best Girl Waifu and Harem Best Girl is Natsuki, I really enjoyed her personality and relationship with you. They were a match I really wanted to happen, they're clearly into each other, but like our main pair, neither would make the first move. I would have loved to see who broke first and admitted their feelings, because in the end, they're engaged. There is a movie centered on these two, so maybe I'll see it there. Natsuki is not a waifu to me, and out of respect for you, I'd leave her out of the harem. Final thoughts. Fun fact, I've been calling this series I love has always been 6 centimeters apart for the past 2 years and have recommended it to people by the wrong name. So when the opening started on my second viewing, I was like, man, 10 centimeters apart, that's weird, why would they change the title? Then I realized the title didn't change, I'm just an idiot. I'm guessing I misremembered because the show only has 6 episodes, which is one of the series' best attributes. The short length leaves no room for unnecessary padding, it's a concise story that didn't have to stretch material to fill 12 episodes. This also makes it approachable for someone new to romance anime and are looking to give it a try. That way if it's not for you, there's no real time wasted. 
Our Love Has Always Been 10 Centimeters Apart was a good watch. I definitely recommend you check it out. All right, that's going to be it for this week's review. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.